This is the Ruben Report Direct Message, and today is July 5th, 2021. That's right, we celebrated America's birthday yesterday, 245 years strong. Love that lady. I had just a spectacular weekend. I hope you had a great weekend, and if you're playing along with me in the Ruben Report Locals community, we get we shared food pictures and drink pictures and pool pictures and animal pictures and party pictures and all sorts of good stuff and videos and music, and it was nice to be off the main social media things and just connecting with actual people. So this is just a special top of the show shout out to all my Ruben Report subscribers. It's just nice to see real people proud of America, and unfortunately, our lead story today will be about the Democrats, and they are not proud of America. Uh, But before I get into that, I just, not only did I have a great weekend, but I'm really, really feeling, as I said right before I Uh, ended the show on uh, Wednesday was our last show in studio before uh, before the long weekend. Um, You know, I'm feeling just sort of very appreciative about life. It was my birthday last week. Obviously, you know, people people say nice things to me and they send me stuff and all kinds of good stuff and I have most of the things that I want in life and I feel good about my work and I'm growing a company here and a lot of good stuff and I've got a good team of people around me and all that. Uh, but that really did translate into yesterday, July 4th, because uh, not only did I eat a ton of burgers and a ton of hot dogs, it was really like a burger, hot dog, four-day extravaganza. I did a little cardio this morning. We're going to have to keep working on that, and I think I'm going to go dry all week. Uh, but um, my niece and nephew were here, and to talk to my niece uh, about America and about the history of this place and what freedom means, and I had some really interesting conversations with friends and family that were visiting, and how everybody, at least in my little world, is feeling this thing like, oh, maybe we did forget a little bit about how important it is to care about the flag, to care about country, to be patriotic, to acknowledge how wonderful America is. And that's even in my circles. And, and I would say even me, myself, like all of this stuff, it's cliche, but freedom isn't free. And I think in the last you know, year and a half since the lockdowns began and, and since all of the big tech censorship, has started, you know, that was really years before that, but just so much craziness. I actually think that people are waking up and they're going, man, maybe if we are at the end of the road of this freedom thing, if America feels like the sunset is coming, well, if there's something we can do about it, we better do it. So I say all that just to say that I am going to continue uh, to do the best that I can to make sure we're not in that sunset and that the freedom that people better than me fought for, my grandfathers who both fought in World War II and my ancestors before that and and any of you that are watching that are servicemen or anyone that that does anything to fight these these awful forces that are here and just encroaching on our freedoms more and more, I will do everything I can to, to keep fighting with you and alongside you and amplify your voices and all of that good stuff. So that's my little kickoff message for uh, July 5th, 2021. We got four stories for you. First off, I mean, I wanted to show you a sort of um, a juxtaposition of a couple Democrats' tweets about July 4th, mainstream Democrats, versus a couple mainstream Republican tweets about July 4th, because the Democrats seem almost completely unable to say anything positive about America that as a general rule, but then if they do say something positive about America, 
they have to sort of couch it in all of the negativity too. So we picked a couple Democrats and a couple Republicans. And by the way, I asked my guys to look into this before the fourth, because I knew it was coming. It wasn't like yesterday there was a bunch of bad tweets from Democrats and I was like, let's use them. I literally the day before was like, guys, keep your eye out because I know what's gonna happen. All the Republicans are gonna say nice things about America on July 4th and let's see what the Democrats do. So that's one thing. Uh, then uh, right before July 4th, the Biden administration tweeted out this ridiculous image uh, where they're telling people that uh, your 4th of July cookout, and thank, and thank you, by the way, Dementia Joe, for letting us all have our small family gatherings uh, for July 4th. Really appreciative of that, by the way. Uh, but that uh, the cost of a July 4th cookout, according to the Biden administration, went down uh, from last year. You know how much? 16 cents. And they, they actually tweeted that out, 16 cents. Now gas is up, we know prices of everything are up, but 16 cents, we'll get into that. Uh, then Jen Psaki, there, I said her name right. Okay, there you go, I should get some kind of award. Remember last week we played this clip of, of her claiming that it's the Republicans that wanna defund the police? Well, now she even doubled down even further and she's in essence saying that Joe Biden ran on funding the police even more, okay? That was a big piece of Joe Biden's campaign. I never heard it. We'll get some video on that. And then finally, Facebook. Have you heard of this giant corporate conglomerate that's stealing all your information and uh, adding to the political and cultural chaos in America and all over the world? Uh, they are now giving warnings on content where you can actually report your friends and family for being political extremists. So that's fun too. Uh, so it's gonna be a big show today. Here we go. All right, I got three tweets here from random Democrats. I said to my guys, let's just find three random Democrats, you know, well-known, but you know, somewhat random. Let's just pick them and then let's pick a couple of Republicans and let's just juxtapose, that's the word of the day, uh, the content in these tweets about July 4th. So first, let's start with AOC from the Hamas caucus. AOC said uh, on July 4th, going into the woods for a few days, everyone be good and happy 4th. Now, first off, like, stay. You know what I mean? Stay in the woods. Stay as long as you want, lady. You don't have to come back. You're not doing anything good. You're not proud of this country. You choked out that. Everyone be good and happy for it. Nothing about being proud of America, nothing about the freedoms, nothing about the people that have died for those freedoms, nothing pleasant, no flag emojis, none of that. She's just going into the woods for a few days. So that's, that's AOC. Then we've got Maxine Waters, who is, uh, as you know, a congresswoman from the Los Angeles area who lives in a $5 million house while she uh, doesn't even live in the place where her constituents live, which is uh, South Central, not doing so well. She wrote, July 4th, and so, the Declaration of Independence says all men are created equal. Equal to what? What men? Only white men? Isn't it something that they wrote in 1776 when African Americans were enslaved? They weren't thinking about us then, but we're thinking about us now. Uh, this sort of ahistorical revisionism is so deeply dangerous and it's completely infected the entire Democratic Party. Now it is true slavery existed. It's also true that we fought a war to end slavery. It's also true that we had a black president while most European nations that have existed for hundreds if not thousands of years longer than us never had that. It is true that we are now the most equal nation. We just are, I know it's scary to believe that, but we just are. And it is also true that many of the men, those white men that were writing 
the Declaration of Independence, that we're writing the Constitution, the Federalist Papers, all of the, the documents that set us up to be so free. It is true that some of them owned slaves and some of them were abolitionists and they were all grappling with all of those things and some of them freed their slaves and some of them didn't free their slaves and all of those things and they were just men of their time. But they gave us the words and the documents to free all the people. So when she says this, when she says this, her implication is, oh, it's July 4th, America's founding and its founders were bad and we are much better. And it's like, man, Maxine Waters, if you think you are better as a human being than the founders of the United States of America, then I, I, I don't know what you're drinking, but I'd like to try it. Uh, Cori Bush, who is a congresswoman from St. Louis, Missouri, this, this one wins the award of the day. She said, when they say that the 4th of July is about American freedom, remember this, the freedom they're referring to is for white people. This land is stolen land and black people still aren't free. Listen, leave, Corey, leave. It's stolen land, what are you doing here, right? Right, I mean, if you're saying someone was here before you, well then go. Like, I've really just had enough of these people. You can leave and find a better place that wasn't built on stolen land, that, that doesn't have a complex checkered history and that is doing more for everybody. Like, go, leave. Also, there is literally, I don't know that there is anyone, no, there might be somebody. There might be a few people who celebrated July 4th yesterday and thought, boy, what a wonderful holiday. July 4th, the independence, the birthday of America, we're white. Good for us, it's our country, we are white, and everyone else will be subjugated uh, beneath us. So when she says they're referring to white people, no one is, no one. Connor, were you yesterday? You had a big celebration. No, it wasn't just for white people. Michael, a little bit, a little bit for Michael. <laughs> Do you see how stupid these people are? And they're actually becoming a, danger, a dangerous threat, I think, to the Republic. It's not because she's saying, go out there and shoot people or calling for terrorist attacks or something else. But if our political leaders are out there basically undermining the entire country constantly, and when we have the days to celebrate this country, one of them wants to go out to the woods, one of them wants to talk about giving stolen land back, and the other one, Waters, I can't even get into water. I mean, she's just these people, Waters, just watch other videos. We've played other videos of Waters where she's instigating violence. Get up in their face talking about Republicans and Trump supporters. So these are mainstream Democrats. I didn't pick just random, like, out there Democrats. Corey, Corey Bush is now, like, in the squad situation. AOC is AOC, and we all know Maxine Waters. So then let's pick three comparable uh, Republicans and see if there's a little bit of a difference. Here's that juxtaposition word of the day that I mentioned. This is Ted Cruz. He said, happy Independence Day. God bless America. Well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, right? America got its independence from Great Britain, and God bless America. We like that guy, we have God-given rights, the Constitution protects those rights, zippity-dippity. All right, America, we like it. Here's Rand Paul, uh, he said, happy 4th of July. Today, whether you're on the right, the left, or in between, let's celebrate and remember the principles of liberty that made our country great. I think I dig that one, right? Doesn't matter if you're on the left or on the right, whatever you are, you're a centrist, you're an independent, doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat, like, do you dig it? Do you dig the thing that we've done here that's pretty spectacular, which is why you never leave? Then, hey, liberty, it's pretty good. That's what made the country great. Well done, Rand Paul. And then uh, remember that orange guy, Donald Trump? Uh, he's not on Twitter anymore because we have 
um, tech oligarchs who are more powerful than the government of the United States, which is, which is a bit of a problem, uh, even though I would be leery of an all-powerful uh, government of the United States. Uh, he sent out one of his press releases, which was then shared on Twitter. He said, happy 4th of July to all. Do you see a little difference there? I mean, these are, right, like comparable mainstream people. Of course, then we have Joe Biden saying that, you know, we're gonna save 16 cents on our cookout. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, but I really have been thinking about this, uh, sort of as the backdrop to what I started the show by saying, which is that I'm really here now to defend America. I think I've been doing it for a while, but I wanna find more and more of the people who are doing it, not just talking about it and building new things. But at some point, this, this idea of sort of a separation, maybe it is what we need. I'm not saying the United States of America has to break up, but that we will have parallel economies to these people. Like whatever it is AOC out in the woods wants to build with Maxine Waters and Cori Bush and all the ideas that these people wanna import, that America is so fundamentally flawed and evil and it's built on the backs of slaves and, and that slavery and racism are the prime pushers of, of everything American and all of these things, like, I don't really wanna, it's not that I don't wanna be in a country with those people. Well, I know they don't wanna be in a country with me. And I don't really wanna be in a country with those people, but my idea of tolerance and my actual old school liberal values says that I can live in a, a society that it has people with different values and different beliefs. So the problem is that I just don't wanna really be doing anything with those people. Now they're gonna keep putting in policies to encroach on us, right? We talk about this all the time. These guys are always gonna put in policies to take from some, to give to others, to rejigger society, however they wanna do it. While the rest of us, I, I really think we just need to build better things that are gonna have nothing to do with diversity and inclusion, that are gonna have nothing to do with any of this woke nonsense, that are gonna tell a true, honest history of America. And that's really the way we're gonna have to go about doing those things. That's what I'm trying to build with locals, that's what I'm trying to talk about here. And I think that the next step is everyone in their own lives is gonna have to do that because what America, what will America look like if, if the Cori Bush, Maxine Waters, AOC message of what America is and America was, if that wins, let, let's just extrapolate that five, 10 years from now. Where are we then? Where are we then with another five or 10 years worth of young people who have been brainwashed into thinking this thing is evil? Like at some point, someone has to stand up for America and it can't just be Donald Trump, right? It can't just be uh, people that are going to his rallies. Like maybe America is at the point where enough of enough things were sold off, there aren't enough people to, to fight for it, but I'm gonna fight for it. I think you're gonna fight for it. We'll see, we'll see. Uh, so this Joe Biden guy, uh, he is, uh, I guess, the president of the United States and uh, the official White House uh, Twitter account tweeted this out right before July 4th. It's just quite extraordinary. Uh, planning a cookout this year, catch up on the news. According to the Farm Bureau, the cost of a 4th of July BBQ is down from last year. It's a fact you must heard. Hot dog, the Biden economic plan is working, and that's something we can all relish. Okay, I'm not above a bad pun. You know it, right? Like, I like a bad pun, actually, okay? Um, but this is horrible. This is just horrible. And if you look at the image, can we put the image up again for just a sec? Uh, if you put the image up, uh, what they do there, they had a GIF and it was flicking through some of the things. You'd save four cents on this and five cents on this. The cumulative amount of savings that they are bragging about on the official White House Twitter account from year to year on a July 4th BBQ is 16 cents. And someone at the White House got that information 
Uh, Mr. President, we've uh, crunched the numbers here. Uh, I used the calculator, we carried the one. And according to this year, we've got great news. The economic numbers are in. The average family is gonna save 16 cents on their July 4th barbecue. And then someone at the White House, right? Because it wasn't Joe. Someone at the White House said, tweet that out. Tweet out to the good people that they are going to save 16 cents. Do we have 16 cents here? Do either one of you have change? I haven't had change in my pocket in God knows how long. I wish I had a dime, a nickel, and a penny. Just like, just to visually, in case you really can't think what 16 cents is, we do everything digitally now. This is so profoundly ridiculous, and it's so, it's so consistent with just how awful these people are. Like, everything they say is either a lie or a manipulation of truth, or they're, like, how? Somebody, you know what? I, I, I try not to do it that often, but again, I, I will go in the comments of YouTube today. I will spend a few minutes with my team after the show today. I always go into locals, I respond to people, but I'm so struck by this epic load of bullshit that the White House put out that I will go into the YouTube comment section, the most evil place in the history of the world, okay? I will go in there and I want somebody to explain to me what I'm missing here. How did this happen? How did somebody in the administration say, yes, this is a good idea, 16 cents? Even if you had saved 250, it wouldn't have been a good idea. Six dollars, it wouldn't have been a good idea relative to the amount of people that they have caused to be laid off with lockdowns and put on unemployment and everything else. So no, the Biden economic plan is not working. Do you think it's working? Like, do you person think, did anyone, I saved 16 cents, let's buy a house. <laughs> Me and the little lady, we're gonna get a home loan. Like, come on, Jesus. Let's talk about Jen Psaki. All right, so Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary. Uh, last week, she did one of the greatest gaslights of all time, this lady, where she implied that it's the Republicans. She said something to the effect of, some might say it's the Republicans who've been wanting to defund the police. Complete and utter nonsensical bullshit. Well, she's continuing her string of complete and utter nonsensical bullshit uh, at her most recent press conference, where now she's saying that Joe Biden ran on funding the police and law and order. Now, I have no recollection. And again, I will go into the YouTube comment section. Somebody find me the video. Uh, but that's what she's saying right now. I have no recollection of Joe Biden ever saying he wanted to fund the police, the whole Democratic base was calling for defund the police, and we've got the video, we're gonna show it to you again. But first, here's Saki. And the president ran on, most importantly, did not run on defunding the police. He's always opposed defunding the police. I'll also note, because you've asked this question before, or a few times over the last several days, that when we talk about uh, individuals uh, in Congress and their support for funding or uh, opposition to funding for the police, I think what the American people are most focused on is how people vote what their record is, which is a public record. And I will note that while the president ran on and won the most votes of any candidate in history in a platform of boosting funding for law enforcement after Republicans spent decades trying to cut the COPS program, which again is public record. We don't need to uh, under, under, uh, undervalue the, the intelligence of the American people. Uh, the president ran on increasing that funding. It's in his budget. It w in President Trump's budget, he significantly cut that. So that's a change. Ugh. I don't like this lady. Everything she does is undervaluing the intelligence of the American people. But let's get the exact quote. I've got the quote for you that she said there in case you missed it. She said, the president ran on and won the most votes of any candidate 
in the history of the platform of boosting funding for law enforcement after Republicans spent decades trying to cut the cops program. What, what are you talking about? I have no recollection. I watched every single debate. I am fairly well versed in the political machinations of the day. I am a man of the media. I have no recollection of Biden talking about boosting policing, uh, complaining that the Republicans were cutting funding for the police. I have no, I have no evidence that Republicans were cutting the police anywhere. It's been the complete reverse. But if you don't believe me, Steve Scalise tweeted out this compilation video. It's a little bit different from the one we showed you last week. I think you'll enjoy it. Why use the word defund? Why use the word defund? Yes, I support the defund movement. This is the word that's coming from the streets. A growing cry to defund the police. Uh, there's some issues that we ask police to do, like mental health issues or policing in schools and all the rest, that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around. We will not be increasing our police budget. We propose to redirect over $7 million from the police bureau. The use of stormtroopers under the guise of law and order. We've got to re-examine what we're doing with American taxpayer dollars. We need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. The Minneapolis City Council voting nine to three in favor of disbanding the police department. Today in New York, Mayor Bill de Blasio announced a plan to defund the NYPD. I want people to understand that we are committed to shifting resources. So cities across the country are seeing a major spike in violent crime now. Violent crime is way up and claiming victims here in Los Angeles at a rate we haven't seen in decades. Crime surging in Democrat-led cities that slashed police funding last year. Murders up 46%. A scary scene earlier this week in New York City so to shoot out in the middle of the street during broad daylight. The White House trying to shift blame because crime is out of control. The Biden administration is desperately trying to spin a new narrative. Now it's the Republicans who support defunding the police. Democrats embraced this crazy radical idea of defunding the police last summer. All right, so you know that war on reality I'm always talking about and how if you have friends and family that watch CNN and read the New York Times and Washington Post or whatever else it is, they live in a very different reality. Well, that's it right there. So perhaps show them that little two minute montage. We'll, we'll clip it, I'll put it on the Twitter and you can send it to them. And then you can check them into a mental institution because the cognitive dissonance that they will have, the inability to deal with reality as it is, not the narrative that they like, will probably snap their brains. And then you know, you'll have to visit them once a week and, and it's a whole situation, I get it, I get it. That's why people don't want to do it. Uh, the line that I liked in there, though, was uh, Nancy Pelosi, because I did not know this, stormtroopers under the guise of law and order. I mean, if we're getting stormtroopers involved, like are we talking about clone soldiers? Are we going back to Camino and making that whole thing happen? Or are we going to kidnap children when they're very young and uh, turn them into super soldiers? You know, okay, you got my point, guys. Uh, yeah, it's just a lie. Saki's a liar. The Democrats are liars. Biden did not run on boosting funding to the police. And yes, it is true that in Democrat-run cities, all hell is breaking loose related to violence. Look what's going on in Chicago. Can we get the numbers from Chicago? Let's do it. It's Monday. <laughs> we should have a fun, like, like 70s game show theme song play when I get this. Let's get the murders in Chicago today. How many? How many? It's 80? So there were 80, I'm guessing shootings, not, not, not actual murders. We're going to get the numbers. 88 shootings. How many were fatal? 14 dead. 88 shootings this weekend in Chicago. The mayor of Chicago, by the way, is Lori Lightfoot, 
who is the mayor who said that she won't be interviewed uh, except by black and brown journalists. She also, we were gonna play the clip today, but we decided not to do it. A few days ago, she was interviewed, and she said that 99% of the criticism of her is because her critics are racist. Uh, I am not racist, Lori Lightfoot, but you were an incompetent buffoon, and 14 people in your city died this weekend, and 88 were shot. So uh, you see, you might have a problem there, and it has nothing to do uh, with me being racist. Uh, let's move on. Ah, this is a... I feel good about today's show. I, I was a little, you know, when, when the show started this morning, because of all the, the food and the drinking and everything else, I was like, am I going to be as sharp as I'd like to be? But I feel that I got there. Here we go. Big finish. Uh, Facebook. Are you on this thing? It was, uh, it was a small website created by this guy, Mark Zuckerberg, who wanted to meet girls, basically, about 25 years ago. He created this thing. It became sort of the giant behemoth of all time next to Google, let's say. Uh, and uh, now, it's not just that they can just delete your account when they want, or they can limit who sees your account, or that they can shadow ban you, and the series of other things that you guys know about. Now they're actually uh, going to have a button. The button is popping up. I guess they're rolling it out in phases, although now people are pushing back, so we'll see what happens. A button so that you'll be able to warn Facebook if you know about people who are becoming extremists. And by extremists, they mean basically anyone who's not woke. Uh, these are images from Disclose.tv. And uh, let's pull these images up. Are you concerned that someone you know is becoming an extremist? We care about preventing extremism on Facebook. Others in your situation have received confidential support. How you can help and then get support or close. And then uh, here's the other one. So Carl, I'm not sure who Carl is. I guess Carl works for Disclose.tv. Carl, you may have been exposed to harmful extremist content recently. Violent groups try to manipulate your anger and disappointment. You can take action now to protect yourself and others. Now, of course, because I have a thoughtful, bright, insightful audience, you guys already get what this is about. This has nothing to do with violent and hateful content because if it was about violent content, let's say direct calls for violence, direct calls for terrorism, something like that, it would be taken off Facebook immediately. But what they're really doing, are you concerned that someone you know is becoming an extremist? What they mean really by that is, are you concerned that someone you know might be watching Ben Shapiro? He talks fast and he says conservative things. Or Steven Crowder, or Dave Rubin, or Jordan Peterson, or something like that. I guarantee you that none of these warnings are being put on any woke site. Those are the real extremists, the ones that are pushing racism back into the system, the ones that are burning down cities and defunding the police and attacking stores and rampaging through San Francisco and everything else that they're doing, attacking federal buildings in Portland. So when they say, are you concerned that someone you know is becoming extremist? What they're saying is, are you concerned that someone you know might be not woke? Are you concerned that someone you know might become a sensible conservative? Are you concerned that someone you know may not uh, fully accept all of the blue and on narrative that's being forced down everyone's throat completely? I don't like you, Facebook. You're not good. You're not good, bad. Facebook is bad. And the fact that they're now like, I mean, this is, this is gen, genuinely, this is sort of like out of communism 101, like rat on your neighbors. This is very reminiscent actually of, remember at the beginning of lockdown, like when people were calling the cops on there and my neighbors were in the backyard, they were playing music, they had people over. Actually a couple doors down, we have some friends that had a baby and then they had a baby shower and the somebody ratted on them and the cops came and the cops actually apologized to them, but they said we have to, we have to actually come here. But this idea, we'll be ratting on each other for when we get together in real life and we'll be ratting 
on our friends who might be extremists, even though by extremist you probably mean sane. I mean, for example, I am a radical right-wing freedom extremist. I believe in freedom. I believe in liberty. I believe that you can make the choices for yourself. I can make the choices for myself and we'll negotiate how to go forward with the society. That's very scary to the people that wanna control you. So thus, I am a radical right-wing extremist. So I assume that these warnings are going all over your Facebook pages if, uh, if you follow me. But forget about Facebook. Don't follow me on Facebook. Join me on Locals. We are building something so cool. By the way, I'm going back to Miami uh, later this week because as you know, we moved the company down there. There is a lot happening. There is a lot happening. That's all I can say for now, but I think you guys know I've been, I've been pretty good about tracking this thing. And every time I've said there's a lot happening, a lot happens and we're growing real fast. We've got some major partnerships coming. So I'm heading back to Miami. I may do a, a hangout again while I'm down there. Uh, but we're building something that is the reverse of this Facebook nonsense. So if you haven't joined us yet, uh, check out rubenreport.locals.com where we now have live stream video. I can live stream without big tech, just from my phone, from my computer. We're gonna have it, the ability to do it from the studio soon enough. Uh, and on that note, if you have not watched my full interview with Christian Angermeyer from Atai Sciences, who just went to IPO, and it's all about life extension and psychedelics and depression and just other ways of dealing with the crazy world that we're in. I think you will dig it so you can get that full on YouTube. Uh, and then tomorrow I'm interviewing J.D. Vance, the author and political pundit, uh, Hillbilly Elegy, and uh, let's see, and uh, we'll have a clip up tomorrow. Oh yeah, okay. Oh no, I'm sorry. We're off by a day here. Uh, clip one will be on Wednesday. I'm interviewing him actually tomorrow, but clip one will be on Wednesday. Uh, and also he just invested with Peter Thiel in Rumble, which is a YouTube competitor, which is seriously interesting. Uh, I think he's about to announce a Senate run. It is, is it announced? It is announced already. He already announced a Senate run. So I'm really looking forward to talking to him. And uh, all right, well, that's about it. As I said, if you want, you want to chat with me, see what's up and, you know, find other human beings that aren't completely insane. Join us at rubenreport.locals.com. As I said, I will jump in the YouTube comment section today because if you can prove me wrong on some of the things I said, I'd like to know about it. That's it. Happy birthday, America. Have a great day, everybody. Big week. Let's keep going. That's all. See ya. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget, you can watch my direct messages live on Blaze TV and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, if you want to connect with me personally and get early access to my sit-down interviews, join rubenreport.locals.com.